welcome back to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice, or tea to Where's Your Head At Pod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Hello and good morning. How are you? Good morning, Anna. I'm all right. I'm actually surprised I came in today. I woke up. I've woken up the last two days with the absolute most pounding migraine. So, oh no. sorry if I'm a little bit. Um, what's the word? In off the dumps. or in the dumps? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not in the dumps, but like, geez, driving in was hard. Yeah. Getting out of bed. Like, I get the usual bed fog. Like when I brain fog when I get out of bed. But this was like <laughs> next level. It feels like I've had. Like last night, drank four bottles of Shiraz or spent a night on the Prosecco. Does your vision go blurry with migraines? Not blurry, but I tend to like, if you watch me, like I was walking up the stairs and I was like, it came like, even it starts like throbbing really hard and like I've closed my eyes. Like, I'll, you know, the what behind I mean? the yeah. eye pain. Yeah. Yeah. So I like sort of close my eyes and clinch to try to get rid of it. <laughs> clinch or clench? Clench, yeah. <laughs> just to just try to get rid of that pain because it just fucking, like, yeah, it sucks. Well, we appreciate it that you've come into this very bright studio this morning. <laughs> I was picturing myself in bed because I woke up like a little bit earlier than normal because this headache. Yeah. Migraine. Sorry, I'm not even going to underplay it with the word headache. <laughs> migraine. And I was like thinking of myself in here literally with a pair of sunglasses on just doing the podcast. You should have. I would not have complained if you were wearing <laughs> then, sunglasses. I, th- I thought, though, the vibe would probably be on the video. Videos that I'm hungover because I'm sitting there like this, with like <laughs> some sunnies on. So I was like, nah. Well, look, as someone who suffers from migraines, I really empathize with you. It sucks. I actually saw this thing recently saying that apparently having one apple a day keeps the migraines away. Really? So maybe go home and have an apple after this. Definitely will. I'll- apparently, it's supposed to help. I mean, once you've got a migraine, there's really like it's hard to get rid of. It's sort of like saying, like you said, the uh, apple a day keeps the doctor away. Because yeah. I was laying in bed and I was like there's no way I'm doing a podcast I'm going to the doctors I'm like this is fucked when I get a migraine I literally have to go into a dark room my vision like my vision is gone and then I'm like I vomit like that's how severe it is and I was saying to Michael because I had a migraine a couple of months ago and I was like Imagine if on my wedding day and I mean touch wood don't even say it don't even even put it out there no but like it's actually because that my migraines are so severe. I'm like, if I woke up on my wedding day with one, I would have to cancel the wedding. Like, there's nothing that I can do other than spend half the day in bed once one starts coming on. It's that scary. Just so, touch I'm just wood. like, I just need to be healthy, drink lots of water. <laughs> All of the things, all of the things. Take, yeah, I don't know. It's like maybe have an apple on your wedding day then. Keep the. I'll be having about a hundred apples before my wedding day. You tell the wedding cleaner what do you need? You're like apples, just apples, apples. Just apples in the morning. Four degrees this morning. Very, very cold morning in Melbourne. I had this conversation with my mum the other day. Yeah. I believe that this winter's warmer than last year, though. Yeah, there has been a couple of like sunny days, but. It's beautiful it's now. It's been icy. Really? It's been icy. I know in Mildura, it's like zero degrees as well. I haven't. Like I'm expecting half to see snow in the coming weeks. Well, I haven't yet. When I get up, I've always got up at the same time to go to my car. At least time last year and this time this year. I haven't poured water on the windscreen for ice. Well. So that makes me think it's warmer. Get ready for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> you reckon it's coming in in August? It's going to be cold I think it's up. coming. I mean, when it gets to this cold, it's almost like you'd prefer it just to be like 
you know, minus 10. So you get a bit of snow, you know, you could go sledging, make a snowman, do all the wintry fun stuff. Unpopular but, opinion. Yeah. I like colder weather. Really? Yeah. But think about yourself like on a beach with a cocktail. But think about you working in the hot and going about your everyday life in warm weather. I reckon it's better in the cold. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? I mean, my ideal temperature in life is like 23 degrees. Oh, it's perfect, yeah. 23 <laughs> That's degrees my ideal as is well. like yeah. heaven. Yeah. It's like not too hot, not too cold, can still be like... Not wearing a jumper, but... Oh, I hate the discomfort of being hot, though, while you're doing your everyday stuff. Yeah, And you're in fair. your shorts and T-shirt and you're still sweating. Like, that's that makes you feel gross. I hate that. Yeah. Well, look, like, I have a confession to make. Ooh. <laughs> yes, my child. Welcome to the confession booth. <laughs> I broke my dry July on Saturday. I had two events. So, I had a long lunch with Michael's friends that was booked in for like three months, even before dry July was a thing. This was booked in. And then on top of that, we had Michael's best friend's birthday at the SB. And anyway, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have a couple of drinks. I'm not going to go OTT. I'm just going to like have a couple. I'm going to break dry July. I'm going to buy a token. It's okay. Anyway, one of the Where's Your Head At fam no way. was at the ESPY. I knew this would happen to one of us, but I haven't drunk. <laughs> I haven't gone out drunk, so it's like, I'm happy it's you. And she came up to me and she was like, are you doing Dry July tonight? Are you on the mocktails? And I was like, I'm sorry, I failed. <laughs> and then I felt really guilty. And then like yesterday I was just in the dump. So I was like, why did I drink? Like, I wasn't even that upset about it. I was like, it's okay. Like, you know, we have Splendor this week. I'm probably going to drink potentially there. But then again, will I? I don't know. Did the, TBC. Did the girl that came up to you, was she doing Dry July? I don't think so. Imagine if she was like, I'm doing Dry July. Because, because of you, you bitch. Yeah, and now because you're... of you guys. And now you're out here drinking. <laughs> and oh. now you're breaking it. I know. It was, you know what? If one of those events were on on Saturday, I wouldn't have broke it. But because it was a double event... I was like, I feel like I'm allowed. And I'm trying to rationalize it. I'm trying to own, rationalize it in my head. In your own brain, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I haven't I haven't broken it since the first day. I I've seen no need to. Like my family was around last night for dinner. They were all having like wine, yeah. beers, and I was just like, no, nah, I'm all right. I'll stick to my diet lemonade, sugar free. Matt. <laughs> Our Where's Your Head At fam are up in arms about you and your diet I've, lemonade. I have laid off a little bit like this week because of um, the feedback I got. So I wasn't as strong on it, but it's there. It's definitely there. Do you think that you can cut it out? There could be someone sitting at home who's like a you know diet coke fiend and they're like, well, if Matt will do it, I'll do it. <laughs> You just, it's unnecessary. I know. I could replace it for sparkling water. Or water. More just water. Or lemon water or tea. You're British. I'm, I, love I, a love tea. A tea. I love a tea. I love a tea. Oh, I love a tea. I literally last- A herbal tea. Yeah. Yesterday, I just bought a bunch of more teas. They're on special at Coles. There's my recommendation. <laughs> and I got like a digestive one as well as some more chamomile. I love it. Chamomile with honey and um, vanilla. I got this tea. I think it's from Twinings. And it has probiotics in it. And it's mm-hmm. like a cleanse. It has like ginger, turmeric. It's like... Maybe that's the one I got. Plus probiotics. And I was like, wow, probiotics in your tea. I mean, talk about hitting a double wham- yeah, double whammy. whammy. No, I don't think I... I double don't, whammy? What did I say? Double whammy. Whammy. 
He's not whammy. It's not that whammy. Double whammy. Up. That's from uh, <laughs> what's Anchorman, isn't it? That guy. Whammy. I yeah, I love my tea. So I, I have a. I have like a chamomile every night. If I have a normal tea, an English breakfast before bed, yeah. I'm waking up like twice to take a piss. Yeah, nice. I'm not oh, no, not nice. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Don't cut that out. I got really distracted because <laughs> I was thinking about something else. I was like, if you want. If you want to get up and go for two pisses a night, well, that's up to you. Not Even me. one pee a night is too much for me. Like that is just like. Yeah, no, it's brutal. I'll sleep through. I've mastered the art of like sleeping through in my old house in St. Kilda. It's like work bladder yeah, work. Yeah, because the, <laughs> the bathroom was down the other end of the house. I was uh, like, there is in that haunted house I used to live at. I was like, there's no chance I'm getting up and mm. walking down there. Like zero chance. Well, speaking of houses, Michael and I have gone from having two bathrooms, so one each, to one. And let me tell you, the adjustment period has been real. <laughs> do you light a match every time afterwards or do you say keep clear for No, we have we have VI poo. Have you ever tried VI poo? I used it this morning actually because I went into my sister's bathroom. so good. Really? Yeah. Do you have like a little like pink they bottle? They have a purple one. We have the pink one and it is just divine. I love the smell of VIP. Okay, the pink one. I'll look into that one then. <laughs> oh, the, the yellow one's downstairs at mum's. I know that. I've, I can't smell Glen 20. So Glen 20 triggers me from when we were renovating the bathroom. Yeah. And there was, we left, well, the builder left a hole in um, where the store, the water comes out from the bath and birds nested under the bath and they like that the eggs hatched and they didn't, the eggs died, like the baby <gasps> birds died. Oh, and it was the worst that's smell. That's so sad. But could you imagine like rotting dead birds covered by Glen 20? It was like in the in the bathroom, you were showering and getting ready. It was the worst smell I have ever smelled. So whenever yeah. I smell Glen 20, anyone in my family that's listening to this will say the same thing. They'll be like, it just triggers me straight away and will trigger them. I'm just like still more upset about like the little ducklings that died. Or not ducklings. Birds. Who knows what they were? What breed of bird? But, you know, that's nature. It's not nature getting stuck under a fucking bath. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a shame. But anyway, one toilet. It's like in the morning we wake up and it's like a race to the toilet. Like who's up first? Because I like to relax in the toilet, take my time. So you're more worried about like timing wise who's on the toilet, not the smell of the aftermath. No, no. VIP covers and masks at all. But like, you know. Would you go to the toilet in front of Michael? To do a number two? Yeah. Fuck no. Okay. Would you? No, no, I wouldn't. I'm just asking. I know. No I can't imagine like. Ever, 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 ever going for a number two in front of anyone on the planet. Like no one will ever be close enough to me, maybe my future child, but even then I wouldn't really want to like subject anyone to that. Like it's it's like alone time. It's me time. Oh, I love I love going to the shitter. Like I'm just <laughs> spending my time in there. I love it. <laughs> it's the best. I'll sit on TikTok. I just I'll get spat all over the mic. <laughs> Jeez. I love it. Um, but I was I I know couples that will go to the toilet in front of themselves. It's pretty common. It, it's not that common. There's no way. Let's take it to the Facebook because okay, I reckon guys, there's a lot let of us know. I um I remember I had an ex that um there was two bathrooms, so I'd go in mine and go to the toilet at her house, and she'd just kick the door open, and I'd be sitting there, and I'd be like, seriously, like I need this as my alone time, like give me some space. I would be so mad about that. <laughs> like I wouldn't even like 
pretend to be cool about it. I'd be like, get the fuck out right now. Yeah, I yeah. My, well, my shit doesn't stink, so I'm not worried about that. Matt, yes, it does. Like, I don't know why you have this ongoing dialogue with yourself about that. It's so wild. If you just convince yourself. Like, I don't know. I don't know when you decided to make that up and just roll with it for about three years, and no one's questioned it except me. I absolutely just can't believe that. Unless I've had a unless you're eating water and cardboard. I'm sure your shit has stunk before. Ah, uh, very rare. Very rare. <laughs> oh, okay. My farts don't smell. I've, okay, I've, okay. We've no one cares. You wouldn't even know that I farted three times. <laughs> okay, okay. You no wouldn't one even cares. Know. <laughs> Splendor, we're heading to Byron Bay. Thursday morning. This Thursday. So if you're going to Splendor, guys, 4 p.m., Matt and I will be in the podcast Fort tent one. called The Forum. We're going to be doing a 45-minute show. We're going to talk about all things how-to at a festival, the good, the bad, the ugly, and all the tips. And we have some pretty wild festival stories. So if you're going to Splendor, make sure that you come and see us, come say hi. And if not, that episode will go live next week. And also, if you guys want your voice played over the loudspeakers at Splendor in the Grass. Could be something, an achievement you want to tick off. Send us in <laughs> <laughs> send us in a horror story you have from a festival. We want to hear it. We have actually a couple of fucked up festival horror stories. So if you do have one, make sure you send it. Could ASAP. not be any, well, probably hey, couldn't be any worse than the ones we have. But if it is, I'll, you know what? <laughs> Kudos. I want to hear it. I challenge wanna, accepted. Yeah, challenge accepted. <laughs> So um, last Friday, Anna, I went in to see a psychiatrist. That's right. So about my ADHD, my first appointment. Um, it's one of, I think, I'm not sure exactly. He said there'll be another one. I have to bring a family member or someone that knows me well mm. in with me and he will ask them questions. But he asked me a bunch of questions. I'm not going to go too much into detail. It's obviously personal, that sort of stuff. But I'll be as open and as transparent about it as possible. Just, you know, the usual questions about like ADHD, like what do you like about your tension? How do you do this? You feel in a form, all that sort of stuff. Um, at the end, he, uh, he said to me, he was like, look, I've done this for 22 years. I've seen anywhere between 1,200 to 1,500 patients that have ADHD. Uh, Matt, it's you, you have ADHD. Mm. So it was, look, I'd, um, I'm not going to lie. I knew going in that that was going to be the result. I think it was quite obvious about yeah. the way I've lived my life. A lot of the stuff that I've realized over the couple of last three to four months that I've been doing research about it. So I think I, I still got emotional when he told me. I like teared up a bit. Obviously, it's not so much validation, but it's sort of... And what I said to him as well was, this isn't an excuse for my bad behavior. I don't want it to be an excuse for Mm. why I do this, why I do that, why in certain situations I act like this. I said, I don't want it to be an excuse. I want it to be more a solution and a tool that I can use for future relationships and for people around me so they know that this is how I'll get in these situations or for myself. So I know that when I'm reacting or like doing something that isn't so much like not frowned upon but not like acceptable in that situation that I can adapt and easily learn from it so yeah so he's um he's said he wants to try me on medication I'm obviously open to whatever I've I've you know put a lot of my body over the years so I'm I'm willing to try the medication I think a little bit of it scares me from what I've done the research on it that like they say that like because someone with ADHD has like orbiting thoughts 
and then to know that that sort of switches off and it's just one dialogue in your head mm. sort of scares me because I've obviously gotten used to so many, so much for like not voices. That sounds like, you know, but like an orbiting amount of thoughts going darting from thought to thought. So like oh, that scares me, but also at the same time, I'm sort of excited. He also said to me as well, he said, he said, look, this isn't a bad thing. And he started listing the pros of having ADHD and look, it isn't all bad. There's a lot of pros that come out of it as well. What's the pros that he said? Obviously, a pe- they're really well around people, adapting to people and all, like the people person. Um, fuck, working memory is a con of ADHD. So when you put someone on the spot <laughs> like that, it's hard to list them. Um, obviously, in high stressful situations, you're good at like adapt, like not adapting, but you're good at like in pressure situations, thinking clearly. And remaining calm. And remaining calm, yeah. which has been something my whole life, which like I just thought was me like I've, I've listed a couple of things when he said that that i'm like that um it, fuck i can't remember him now my working memory obviously shit <laughs> no that's all good this. i mean it must feel pretty validating for you i remember when you first brought it up with me and you're like i'm pretty sure i have adhd you know the psychologist was it psychologist the psychologist on love island said that they think i have it i've kind of put it off it must be nice to just be like okay I was right. Yep. Like, this is me. And I think you're so accepting of yourself and it's so great to see. And I think so many people around us have it. And it's only now that people are starting to understand what ADHD is. And it's, I think, I think back in the day it was seen as a negative, but I think people are so much more accepting and just it's, it's normal, right? Like not everyone is going to be the same and everyone's differences are well when i had a chat with a couple of my mates about yeah. it i got a couple of reactions from a couple of them oh you as well you think you've got it that sort of thing like, i was joking it was banter but like i think it's gone so much that way now that everyone's like oh everyone's getting it but i think the awareness about how much it fluctuates from person to person means yeah. that a lot more people have it because remember back in the day when we were at school ADHD was just that troubled guy in the corner. Yeah, just like one kid out of the class. It wasn't like – I saw a stat being like two out of three people apparently have ADHD, which is a crazy amount. Like that's insane. Yeah, and it was the kid that just in the corner would be like, you know, like fight someone for no reason or punch a wall or throw a desk. Yeah. Like it wasn't the me, the class clown who was – distracting everyone you know what i mean that was sort of like oh he's just like you know not interested in school but that was why because i had adhd i wasn't i couldn't concentrate so i distract everyone with me yeah Uh, hopefully now in schools they're like um they're addressing it a lot earlier and getting onto it and then because i like i said i i imagine knowing like fuck you know 20 years ago yeah how does it feel to be diagnosed at 28 are you kind of like fuck I don't I don't have regrets or change anything. It just explains so much. Yeah. Like so much of my decisions I've made in life or situations that I've been in and the way I've reacted and stuff like that. It like, validates you. Yeah, it validates. Yeah. Like one sample was like I don't know, like I was thinking back to Love Island and how I was like so emotional, like crying. Like it was obviously that you've got you're tired, they're not they're sleep depriving you, all that sort of stuff. I grew up in a household where like you could express your feelings, but like I felt I feel things so much more stronger than people that don't have it. So like when I feel something, it's fucking like it's really immense amount of like feelings than the average person. Yeah. So just even that, that like it just explains that, and then like there's just so many things in life that's just explained. Yeah. From it. 
Well, it, when you called me to tell me, like, yeah, I've got the diagnosis, I have ADHD, my response was like, I'm so happy for you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you that you found out that you can now, like, you know, do as you please. Like, you can take medication, you cannot take medication, you can do what's right for you. But, yeah, like, all of the things and the ways that you act, which might be somewhat different to someone else, you're now like, okay. There's a reason why. Yeah, there's a re- yeah, the reason why I've done like this sort of stuff. Why I just want to be a, bring awareness to it as well. Like, I mean, if you've got a kid out there that you think I oh, this is that someone out there that you think has it, or a kid, or like your friend, like maybe just encourage them to get tested. That's essentially how I I went and got tested. A friend of mine, a close friend of mine, her friend just got diagnosed with ADHD, and then she said to one of my best friends, "I think you have it." And she was talking me through some of the symptoms, some of them quite similar to yours, actually. Mm. And I was like, it's so interesting because people think that people are all like with ADHD, people are jumping on the bandwagon. But it's actually not that. It's that the more people who bring awareness to it and the more people start to understand the actual symptoms of it, the easier it is to pick it out in other people. Yeah. Like you said, it's two and three people. So that's like over half people have it. But yeah, and, and that's what I think. Everyone's like, oh, everyone's jumping on the bandwagon, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It's that there's awareness around it. And you stop on one TikTok of it, you know, your algorithm completely changes like ADHD and then you're like, fuck, I've got the same thing as that. Like, that's exactly how I am. That's, <laughs> I've got this trait. I've got that trait. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not all traits fall into everyone. Not everyone has everything. He was explaining that there's either you can more, I can't remember what, exactly what he said, but like, it was either like you're more like you get distracted easily or it was something else and I fall somewhere in the middle, mm. he was saying, where I can hyper-focus on things but at the same time I get distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a, that was a positive actually that you can hyper-focus on things that you like and like achieve and you don't take no for an answer. When you see something, you don't. You look at I it. I don't complete- take no for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know my opinion on that. Matt uh, thinks that I might have it but girls – girls show it a lot differently to how guys do yeah so they're a lot better at disguising it yeah than a guy is yeah so i i I think you have a lot of traits of it yeah you fall maybe somewhere on the spectrum of it yeah because yes like i said (laughs) people show it differently and um it's like have it different traits of it yeah well look we're gonna talk so much more on this podcast now about adhd adhd and relationships i would love to get an expert on about relationships obviously a lot of my relationships would have run a lot smoother if i had known this so yeah. i want to get an expert on or someone from tiktok that talks about it and interview them about it yeah and, and you can kind people. of also like tell us more about your appointments and things that go on yeah you know i might get tested just to see if that's right <laughs> Look at him looking at me. He's like, you definitely have it. You have a lot of traits. I would, I'll say that. I'm the first. Yeah. Now, I remember, I, I you can, I can see it in people. Actually, well, not see it. Sorry, I'm not a psychiatrist by any stretch of the imagination. But like, I can see traits in people. Remember, and then I said that person. Well, I didn't tell you, but I thought that person had it. And then we went on their Instagram and they were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I knew it the moment I was like talking to them. I was like, they definitely have it. Yeah, it's yeah. so interesting. It's such an interesting. Um, it's kind of like a whole new world. Like I've never even thought about ADHD in my life until you mentioned oh, it same. and started talking about it. And I was like, well, what are the traits? Like, what is this? Like, what, 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 what even is ADHD? What does it mean? Like I said before, it was always just that kid in the corner that yeah. was like running amok and like being disruptive. It was never like, you know, the charming funny guy or the, you know, the girl that just wouldn't say no for an answer. It was never like that. <laughs> that was never what anyone thought of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, well, look, Matt, on that note, let's jump into our hotline. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. Okay, so this hotline comes in from Meg. So, just a bit of an embarrassing story for you. So, for a bit of context, I've had pretty bad bowel problems in the past and recently. And one day I went into work, so I work by myself in this little retail store. So if I ever need to go to the toilet, I've got to kind of run. Anyway, so I'm sitting there by myself. I just started and I kind of just felt this like liquidy, squishy sensation in my pants. So I've stood up and all I could smell was just shit. (laughs) So I ran to the toilet and I pulled down my pants it's just destroyed my jeans and my undies. So I had to throw my undies in the bin. Nah. Tried my best to wipe it up in my jeans as best as possible, but the toilet we have is just shit. So I, I still had poo in my pants and I ran back into the shop what did she do to hopefully, work? like, you know, for no one to be in Retail. there. Um, no customers I had to serve or anything. So I could just quickly get some wet wipes and just wipe my jeans clean and then I'd be good to go. Um, but then when I've run in back into the store, there's just customers everywhere. So I'm serving all of these nah. customers with still shit in my pants. <laughs> like all you can smell from me is just shit. And I've served these customers, whatever, did that. It was fine. And then when they were all gone, I then cleaned myself up. It was good to go. And then I just worked the rest of the day. I had wet pants from the wet wipes, still smelled like shit. And I couldn't even wear my undies. So, yeah. Anyways, thanks. Meg. What the Thank you for sharing that with us, Meg. Um, There's a very vulnerable moment, share. Fucking hell. Irritable bowel syndrome. I know someone I know used to, well, still, I guess, has it. And they were telling me a story about how they couldn't make it home. And they did it in the car. Like, they, like, stood up trying to hold on to it, like, sat up like that. And it just went all over the seat, all over them. Oh, that's so... That sucks. Because it's kind of like... It's out of your control. But then you have to deal with, like, the ramifications of being, like, this shitty, stinky person. (laughs) Wouldn't you wear, like, maybe a... A nappy? Well, I was going to say more like a pad. I don't think a pad would hold on to... I don't know anything about pads, but... (laughs) Would hold on to a shit. (laughs) I don't think it's going to... I don't think it's like an actual hard shit. I think it's like water. So wouldn't it just like soak it up, maybe? (sighs) Jeez, you'd know more about a pad than I do. I've never personally used one. Would it soak... Yeah, maybe a nappy would be better. (laughs) Fuck. I would wear a nappy, like, just because I would be like a little worried. Okay. And then at least you can bin the nappy. You know what, Meg? I'm going to tell you a story so you don't feel alone. This might or might not make it to the actual final (laughs) cut. Let's just tell it and we'll see what happens. Oh, God, Matt. So it's Australia Day with all my mates sitting around drinking at a friend's house. I'm so worried. It's not that bad. Everyone's had a fart that's followed through or shat themselves. I haven't. You haven't? No. (laughs) Let's just see how this goes. And um, we're all sitting there drinking. I remember us sitting around talking to people. And I was like, oof, that one, I need a fart. One followed through. What do you mean by followed through? It became a shit. Yeah, a little bit, like, yeah. came out. Should I tell this? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, you're already telling it. 
It's not that bad. It's not that bad. So you shat yourself. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. Like, it was like a house party. Everyone was there. It was the middle of the afternoon. I was like, fuck, what do I do? I quickly ran to the bathroom. There was girls all in the bathroom. I was like, fuck, I can't go here. You know what? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm just going to go home. It was around the corner from my house. I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go home. So I booked an Uber. I remember the, I was out the front. People were arriving and they were trying to talk to me. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. Stay away. Yeah, and I like scurried Stay away. away. Scurried away. I hopped in the Uber and it just fucking stunk. And I remember like winding down the window and I was like, sorry, mate. I keep dropping fast. There's nothing I could do. I've got, <laughs> got a sore stomach. <laughs> Um, so you would dress it with the Uber driver. He's probably like, this is the worst fucking job I've ever had. My rating has never gotten, my rating's never recovered from that. Um, Zero out of five. Got Yeah, got home, threw the undies out. But yeah, so it happens to the best of us. So Meg, you're not alone there. Well, Matt, thank you for making <laughs> Meg not feel alone whilst also outing yourself. Look, it, it, I feel like like it's happened of you. Don't it hasn't happened to you. I mean, no one that I know has ever talked about it happening. But I mean, maybe it's happened and people don't admit to it. Don't admit to it. Yeah. Well, I've kept that. I, like, I reckon that was probably one of my deepest. That was vaulted. Secrets. Yeah, that was vaulted. <laughs> I remember telling my ex, and she was like, "Probably don't tell anyone that story." <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> On a podcast, <laughs> telling everyone. Not a podcast, our podcast. Our podcast, yeah, true. On the my podcast, podcast, telling everyone about it. Jeez, well, look, yeah, no, don't judge me. It was, I was young. I was 21. I just, you know, had a had a couple too many beers. and No judgment. But I mean, bit. at least Meg had irritable bowel syndrome. She had an excuse. <laughs> that does suck for her. Like, fuck. Yeah, well, I, it's, how do you, like you said, how do you get around it? What do you do? Like You just have to shower. You just need to change. Like, you need to go home ASAP, like you did. But what, do you reckon that, like, if she's at a workplace, how do you get around that? Like, a retail thing, slap the back in 10 minutes, go have a little shower. At yeah, the- put the little put the little sign <laughs> no, back. back in 30 minutes and then they literally don't come back and you're like, where are you? Go have a shower, change. <laughs> maybe have a spare pair of underwear in your... In your car, mate. Spare pair of underwear and pad, I think, from now on, Meg. <laughs> nappy is, is fuck it, is black. What's the word as it sounds? It doesn't it's, have to be like a nappy. It can just be like an oversized like night pad, maybe. With um, grandma undies on. Yeah. And then if that happens, just throw it out. You could never wear a G-string. <laughs> I'm actually having the worst visuals in my head right now. <laughs> Side to side of the string. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's not hard. It's wet. Oh, this is... We've just really lowered the tone of this podcast. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so that's all we've got time for on today's hotline, guys. As always, we want you to send those hotlines in. We love hearing them. Look, Meg just outed herself for shitting herself. Like, it could be anything. We want to hear from you guys. Okay, guys. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.